Welcome to this week's Green Side Up. This is Richard Henschel, horticulture educator for the University of Illinois Extension Service. And this weekend, I wanted to talk to you about what's kind of happening out in the yard or what's not happening out in the yard. Uh, for most of us, uh, the snow is virtually all gone, and we're really looking at shades of brown out there. Um, we're going to see a lot of debris. Maybe it's from the neighborhood. Uh, maybe it's the wrappers that have blown in after collection day. Maybe it's... Uh, um, leaf litter that's finally come off the top, off your trees and shrubs and is, and is now on the ground. Uh, you may see it piled up at the base of shrubs. You may see it piled up along the fence. Whatever the case, you're out there, unfortunately, and got to look at it. Um, so it might be time to do a quick walkabout and do a pickup so at least you don't have to look at that stuff every day until spring finally shows up and things start to turn green. You certainly would expect to see some of that natural litter from your landscape. That that clearly would be expected and, and, and normal. Um, a lot of leaves and twigs are out there right now, so don't get alarmed about that. That's pretty much normal. Um, so as you have time in the in the uh, brief mild temperatures we might get from time to time here and yet this month, I do a first walkabout in the yard and see what's going on out there. Um, in perennial beds, for example, I would expect you to find some of those early spring bulbs just showing some of the green tips. Uh, the early spring bulbs, the very early small uh, uh, spring bulbs are going to be showing more than, say, uh, daffodils, and they'll show more than, than say, tulips. So they've been out there. They may have uh, had a bit of an advantage because they've been protected by the home or, or the leaves you left in the beds. Regardless, you, know, you might begin to see those. Uh, since the spring bulbs are up first, um, they'll also be the, be the ones that are going to be first to be eaten by the rabbits, so protect them if you can. If they're really exposed at this point, um, maybe raking some leaves from the yard over them would be a good thing to do. You might have the boughs left over from, say, your holiday tree. Um, those cover the bulbs up nicely and, and, and go unseen by the rabbits. That might be, that might be another choice. In our woody plants, um, well, they should still be showing signs of pretty much nothing. They should be very dormant right now and will be so for a few more weeks. Uh, one exception, if you're lucky enough to have this in your yard, would be uh, a plant we know as vernal witch hazel. Um, this is a relatively large shrub, but it blooms in February and March with these small strap-like petals. And interestingly, interestingly enough here, they actually fold up to protect themselves at night from the cold weather. So it's a very interesting plant. Um, there's also, it also has a kind of a, a companion plant, uh, and it blooms in October and November, weather permitting. And this one we call common witch hazel. So right now, you have vernal witch hazel out there. If you've never seen it before, get yourself to an arboretum, uh, somewhere where there's a plant collection, and have a look. It's kind of a very interesting plant this time of year to be virtually in bloom. Um, getting back to, say, more common kinds of things in our landscape, uh, we've got other plants that should be green right now, and those would include Pachysandra, also known as Japanese Spurge. You should have Rhododendron. Uh, and boxwoods that should look nice and green this time of year. Uh, if they've been exposed a little bit to this winter sun or exposed in terms of exposure to winds, they might be a little desiccated around the edges. You might see some browning at the tips. That's temporary in the sense that it's not uh, 
necessarily going to cause the foliages to fall off, but certainly um, that's a condition that happens when they're, when we have a broad-leaved evergreen like that exposed to winter wind and winter sun. Uh, they also may have a hint of purple in the leaves, or they may be cupped. These are kind of natural conditions this time of year for those kinds of plants. Um, one of the ways we can help out all those broad-leaved evergreens is during that brief quote-unquote winter thaw we get and where the ground can absorb water. Uh, it's really a nice thing to take out a five-gallon bucket of water and go ahead and water those plants. This is all the water they've seen since last fall. So that's a, um, they'd be very grateful for that. Um, and it's just something that ought to be done, especially on younger, uh, more recently transplanted uh, broadleaf plants. And it just helps them really get through the, really get through the winter. So what else can you see or deal with, you know, while the snow is gone? Well, you do want to be on, on the lookout, of course, for any sort of critter damage um, until Mother Nature provides enough green out there to eat on. The, the wildlife is going to really prefer the ornamentals in our yard. So it's, it's important to understand that those rabbits, chances are, are really going to be with us. Um, if you've got some valuable perennials and you hadn't fenced them, uh, put some temporary fencing up now, and that will help them get through the spring. And once they get old enough, two things happen. They don't taste as good to the rabbit. And two, by the time they're getting larger than Mother Nature has provided grass and clovers and other, other uh, native plants for them to be eating. So the damage is really, uh, really all spread out for us. So if you uh, um, see a lot of um, rabbit feeding or the evidence of rabbits, um, do what you can to uh, protect the plants as they come out of the ground this year. Um, another area that uh, attracts just more than rabbits would be is if you have been feeding the birds this winter, which is an admirable thing. They really enjoy the winter food for those residents that stick around with us all winter. Um, you're going to see other kinds of evidence besides the rabbits that have been there feeding on the discarded uh, uh, bird seed. Uh, there are other folks like voles as well, and uh, these are little four-legged legged critters, think the size of a field mouse perhaps. Um, and not only do they feed on the seed, but they will also chew bark on nearby plants and things like that. So while we are, we want to attract the um, the feathered friends in, we're going to get the others as a result of that feeding activity. So uh, be aware uh, that they could be out there and doing uh, some additional harm late in the spring. Again, before the natural kind of things that they like to eat. Uh, on a more regular basis uh, show up. Um, so as you've heard today, so even now, you know, there can be things that we can do out in the home landscape right now, even though it's very, very early in the season. Just getting the yard cleaned up a little bit by hand uh, will make a great difference in how the backyard looks or the side yard looks. So um, tread carefully, but go out and try to get that try to get that done. Uh, and that takes a little bit of the spring cleaning um, uh, off your plate if you can catch some some of that right now. There'll be times later on when it's time for the garden rake and the hard rake and and the mower with the bag and all those kinds of things. But right now, to help kind of scratch that early spring green thumb, uh, go out and do a little careful hand cleanup uh, and uh, feel good about being out in the cold, crisp air. 
and enjoy your time in the yard. Well, this has been Richard Henschel with this week's Green Side Up. I'll be back again next week.